Hello and welcome. If you are listening over on the Prioritize Focus podcast, this will be episode number 116. If you are watching over on YouTube, this is probably just going to be another video in your playlist. Um, I'm super excited to jump into today's episode, but before we do, for those who maybe have not heard of me or um, heard of the podcast or anything before, my name is Dina Farrell. Yes, it's pronounced Dina, one N, Farrell, two R's, two L's. Um, and I am a brand new published author of a book called Your Beautiful Masterpiece, Prioritizing um, the God-Given Dream You've Been Entrusted to Pursue and Share. It's available wherever um, you can order books online. I am working on getting it into independent bookstores. Um, and honestly, that has been so much fun. I forgot how much fun it is to be around um, readers and in bookstores. And I've been actually going around and donating them to my local libraries as well. So if you are a reader, look for that. And um, you can learn more about that book at beautifulmasterpiece.com. And Let's get to today's episode. Today is going to be about, um, for the woman in business, we are talking about graceful growth with a focus on accountability and specifically really how to grow gracefully and accountably beyond just your business. I focus a lot of my um, attention tools, resources for the entrepreneurial woman or for the really the business woman. And I say it that way. Um, I've recently come to the conclusion. I like to say and work a lot with women in business. But what I'm finding is there are a lot of women in business, but there's a difference between in business and businesswoman. One is, you know, something that you have, and the other is kind of more of like a mindset and an ownership. And I've noticed the difference between women who um, identify themselves as, you know, I'm a woman in business as opposed to a businesswoman. And it's an interesting shift in mindset. And I'm personally working on that myself of beginning to, you know, pay attention to the words that I put behind I am, you know, I am a published author. You know, it took a lot for me before to say I'm a writer. I have more than 200 blogs published on my website, but I never really saw myself as a writer until I took ownership of, yeah, I'm a writer. And then now to take that a step further to say, I am an author. I am a businesswoman, not just a woman in business, not just a woman who has a business. So I don't know who needed to hear that, um, a little bit of an encouragement today and maybe a little bit of a perspective shift. So let's get to today's topic grow gracefully and accountability and accountable just beyond, you know, your business. So in the world of solopreneurship, you know, that's what 
a lot of us women in business recognize that we are solopreneurs. We're doing all of it. We're wearing all the hats. If you are, you know, watching this on YouTube, I haven't been around a while on YouTube because part of me has gotten into my own head about, you know, what it looks like. Well, I don't do the editing. I don't do the the graphics. I don't do the, you know, the, the whatever it is, the thumbnail um, episode name or whatever and all the cute little intros and outros like i am what you see is what you get you listen to the podcast it's not edited so you may hear the dog bark you may hear me cough you may hear you know a phone ring in the background i am i jump right in and it is what it is this is real life you know a lot of social media and the things that we see are you know 95 percent of it is edited and we think that that is you know a hundred percent accurate we have no idea how many times that person went in and you know uh edited it and spliced it and you know added different things or re-recorded or whatever if i re-record i'm re-recording the whole thing i don't edit you know um partly because that's just the whole learning curve i'm not willing to invest the time in it's not that i can't do it it's I feel like my time is more valuable elsewhere and I'm just, I don't know. I am who I am until I can afford to have that team to do that. <laughs> my videos and my podcast episodes are going to remain unedited. And with that, my whole little tangent on solopreneurship, I'm right there with you. So, for those of us who are in this world of solopreneurship, learning how to create and cultivate some graceful growth can prove to be critical, especially as you're the one and only accountable party for the success of your business and beyond. See, the road to personal, spiritual, and professional growth is littered with those who gave up too soon. We often look to new, better, or even proven paths to our desired destinations. But there's something that will keep us going and growing in the right direction, and that's accountability. Now, accountability can stand as pillars of strength, courage, and flexibility, not just in your business ventures, but with a much wider reach and impact. See, growing gracefully is a reality women in business need to embrace, contend with, and get comfortable practicing, especially if we hope to see what we dream connect with what we are actually doing. Think of what growing gracefully and accountably, and accountably stand for when it comes to the foundations of your faith, life, and business. So today, I want to help you take a look at those foundations a bit more closely. So first, let's look at growth and stewarding what you've been entrusted with. See, embracing grace and accountability in business aligns with the biblical principle of stewardship. As a valued, amazing lady in business, you've got to recognize that you have been gifted and commissioned by God to help others. Yes, God works through you first and foremost, but your business is the vehicle you've been entrusted to grow 
and steward well. How's that going? And listen, that's as much for me as for anybody else. So please don't think that I am, you know, talking at you or telling you what you should do. Anything that I bring to you is first and foremost something that has been, you know, on my heart or that I've had to navigate, you know, first. I'm accountable first before I'm asking or guiding you to be accountable. Okay. So, you know, we are accountable for those gifts, talents, opportunities, and resources that we use for the sake of others through our business. See, the ones that we neglect, as well as the ones we actually use and utilize. Which do you think is the better one for us to focus on? <laughs> Hopefully, this mindset fosters responsible management and a desire to use what God gave you respectfully, honorably, and generously. See, there's a verse in 1 Corinthians verse 4, um, chapter 4, verse 12, and this is from the New International Version. Now, it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. We've all heard that, you know, in order to have more, you have to be a good steward of what you already have. If you stink with the responsibilities that you have now, you're going to stink with more responsibilities. If you're not good with money now, more money is not going to solve the problem because you're still the one managing it. So you don't take seriously the importance of faithfulness and responsibility in managing what's been entrusted to you. How can you expect to have or receive more? That's my little blurb on growth and stewarding what you've been entrusted with. That's a pillar foundation you've got to get straight for yourself, personally, spiritually, and in your business, professionally. So let's look at another pillar. Compassion, forgiveness, and leadership. Um, I did a whole blog series um, about, you know, and how to love yourself better. And that L in love yourself stands for leadership. And the first person you lead is you. So let's look at compassion, forgiveness, and leadership. How are you doing being compassionate to yourself? How are you doing forgiving yourself? How are you doing leading yourself? See, we want to project and push all of these things outward. I want to have compassion and empathy for other people. I need to forgive other people. I need to lead other people well, whether it's, you know, in your circle of influence, in your family, in your ministry, or in your business. But before any of that outward stuff can happen, it has to happen inwardly first. So, you know, leading with grace is what women entrepreneurs are often known for. We even embody compassion and forgiveness in our leadership styles, most of the time without even realizing it. You know, it, it becomes just who we are and it shows, you know, but if we pulled that curtain back a little bit further, we may not have that same, you know, compassion, forgiveness and leadership for ourselves. So are you one that can be found extending grace to others, offering second chances and being exceptionally understanding? Now, the flip side to that coin 
is how many times has that been to your own detriment? Toxic partnerships, relationships, and tolerating lack of integrity can be a downfall for sure. Be sure not to confuse compassion, forgiveness, and grace as free passes to being used, okay? So pay attention to what it looks like to hold yourself accountable to the principles of servant leadership without losing sight of who it is you truly serve and why. That's really important. Um, leadership begins within, you know, we have to lead ourselves well first, but where are we getting our leadership um, principles? Where are we getting our leadership examples from? Pay attention to that. Another pillar in growing gracefully in business is our commitments. <laughs> Your commitments and contracts need to be honored, period. Upholding ethical standards and being accountable in your dealings, whether in business or otherwise, you exemplify integrity and bring the kind of branding and reputation that bring others to you. Let me say that again. Upholding ethical standards and being accountable in your dealings, whether in business or otherwise, you exemplify integrity and bring the kind of branding and reputation that brings others to you. And that happens because of your practices more than your promotions. So what have your practices been revealing about your business dealings, expectations, and even your partnerships lately? Are you promoting more or practicing more of what it looks like um, to what you want to promote? Am I practicing honoring my commitments? Am I practicing compassion, forgiveness, you know, honesty, integrity, and all of these things and leadership? Am I practicing those things to the point of those things promote me for me, promote my business for me, promote my brand for me? Does that make sense? And there's a difference there. See, we tend to want to work backwards. I need to promote this thing because it's going to help someone. I'm gonna, I need to promote this thing because it's what they need to hear. Yes, there's a time and a place for that, but pull the thread on that ball of string, that messy, you know, chaotic you know, uh, marketing mass, you know, messaging and, you know, mission and all that stuff, pull that thread deeper and look at what your practices are. Are you, um, praying before you make your plans and make those preparations and proceed, or are you jumping into proceed Ooh, I missed a step. Let me go back and prepare. Ooh, I'm completely unprepared for this and I am not equipped to handle this. So let me back it up a step further. And now let me pray for God to help me. As opposed to the other direction, pray first, then 
God reveals what you need to do to prepare, then proceed. Rinse and repeat. Listen, Val, that's you, a valued, amazing lady. I say that because that's who God has commissioned me to work with and encourage and equip. So, and that's what I call my little community of business women. I call them valued, amazing ladies. So Val, chasing business is never a good look. Yet there's so many of us doing just that. And I get it. You know, not knowing when or where your next client is going to say, yes, I want to work with you or buy from you can cause you to worry. But that worry can then turn into panic and cause you to hurry to what's next, what's trending, what's selling instead of assessing your missing piece and dealing with it. And speak, speaking, oh, I can't speak. Speaking of assessing the missing pieces in your business, I have a quiz for that. I have a quiz called Assess Your Mess, and it will, uh, it, it, super fast. You don't even have to put your email in. I'll put the link in there, and you can go take that quiz and find where that missing piece is and what you need to pray about, prepare, and then proceed. So um, I love this quote, and I'm not even 100% sure where it came from, and I adapted it a little bit. So Worry is a distraction and misused opportunity to activate your imagination and creativity. Worry is a distraction and a misused opportunity to activate your imagination and creativity. Whew. You were created from God's imagination. So don't you think there's some pretty amazing ideas within your very DNA? Believing in what you do, how you do it, and who you do it for is the most attractive, quote unquote, branding you can do for yourself and your business. Focus on that. If you don't believe in what you do, how are you going to expect other people to believe it? If you don't believe in how you're doing something is working, how do you believe that someone else is going to? Buy into that. That's growing gracefully in your commitments. Commit to the promises that you've made to yourself. Commit to, you know, I'm going back to being compassionate for to yourself. Forgive yourself and um, lead yourself well. And all of that internal work that you do is going to show up externally. And those have been listening to me and following me for any length of time, you know, I'm about to say it, you know, it. Stop looking for motivation. Motivation is an outward result of an inward inspiration. So you got to do the inward work first in order to be inspired and that is going to spark the outward result called motivation. All right. I'll get off my soapbox. That little commercial. Another pillar. Graceful growth through humility. Although it may be true and known, humbly accepting feedback and acknowledging limitations can be tough. 
But those who realize it for what it is, and if it comes from the hearts of people you respect and trust, it can be a game changer. That feedback and constructive criticism can be just the catalyst you needed to get you to the next level. The truth and love, we all need to hear it. We all need to hear the truth. We're tired of hearing the, you know, you could do it, you could do it, you were made for this, you were made for this. You know, even telling our kids, you could be anything that you wanna be. Mm, that's true, but are you gonna be good at it? Were you gifted at it? Is that what God really assigned for you to do? I mean, I can sing. You probably don't want to hear me sing. And it's not what I've been called to do. It's not in alignment with my assignment. But sure, I can do it. I mean, come on. All right, enough about that. I'm going off on little rabbit trails here. All right, so having a teachable spirit and a willingness to learn both from successes and failures, failures you come to experience personal and professional growth, period. That's how it works. The cool part is you have double the availability and capacity for graceful growth. How? Through your own successes and failures and from others, whether watching them do it or signing up to you know, be mentored by them, to buy their book. And learn from somebody else's success and failures. I'm holding my own book up over here. So accountability and grace in action. What does that look like? You know, we all have to recognize that our ultimate provider is God. The ultimate teacher is Christ. And the ultimate guide is the Holy Spirit. I hope that you realize everything that exists, that's available, or yet to be invented, all comes from what has already been created. God is the provider. Think about this. There are no more diamonds in the world. Yet they're being found and discovered every day. God's the ultimate provider. Nowadays we have, you know, fakes and knockoffs and simulated ones. But as far as the real natural diamond, there are no more. They were, when God created them, that's it but we're still finding them. Same thing with the ultimate teacher. Thousands of years later, love them or hate them, Jesus is still the most impactful, influential, and increasingly best known leader of all time. What can't you learn from the life of Jesus? And listen, I understand how confusing following the Holy Spirit can sound, but not when you think of it in terms of God's promise to you. See, the Holy Spirit is the power, wisdom, and gifts of God indwelled in those who have accepted his solution, his provision for sin, which the basic premise of sin means you're missing the mark of who he created you to be, is through Jesus. <laughs> And listen, you can read more about my beliefs on my FAQ page. I recently updated it to include my statement of faith, which I recently had to do um, to provide for an upcoming um, speaking event that I was hired for. And they asked for my statement of faith. And I was like, huh, you know, I don't I don't have that. I've never really sat down and written out my statement of faith and what that is. And like, I accept that challenge. And it took me 
some time to really sit down and like, these are my beliefs that I'm standing on. You can read about those um, on my FAQ page. So last but not least, let's just wrap this all up. Serving others with graceful excellence. Above all, we need to strive for excellence in all that we do. And for those who have followed the podcast and the recent blog posts in June, the entire month of June was about um, a breezy business. I did a whole series of posts and um, podcasts on that. But I'll link to the one about excellence. So we won't get into that. But let me wrap this up. As a valued, amazing lady in business, you and I seek to serve others with grace in our interactions with our customers, our clients, our families, and even within the broader reach of community. How are we doing? How are we doing? A quick rundown on this checklist for spiritual business and personal growth. You need accountability, stewardship, compassion, forgiveness, including to yourself, leadership, commitment, and humility. And listen, I'm gracefully growing with prioritized focus right there with you. And I will put some of the most popular places that I would love to help you leverage accountability with some graceful growth in the show notes. Thanks for listening. And I will see or speak to you next time. Thank you for um, joining me on today's episode. I will see you soon.